What's happening, people? Welcome back to another edition of Copod. I'm your host, Joanne, and I'm back again to talk about the Arsenal FC now. It's Derby Day, the big one. The big one is here, and we're going to talk all things Tottenham Arsenal. Also, going to talk about our games in the past week against Wolves and Rapid Vienna. So, before we get into that, as always, follow me on socials at Johanny on Twitter and Instagram. Follow my Communicado official accounts at Communicado Offi on Twitter and Communicado underscore official on Instagram. But yeah, we're going to get straight into the action now. Before we talk about the North London derby and all things Tottenham, we are going to address the elephant in the room. And those are the two games we've had this week. Now, obviously, last weekend, we lost at home to Wolves 2-1. Pedro Neto, no, yeah, Pedro Neto opened the scoring. We equalised three minutes later through Gabriel. And then Daniel Pedent scored the winner just before the break. Now, that game was disappointing from an Arsenal perspective because... We just looked like a team lacking ideas. We we were putting in a lot of crosses, but not a lot of them were on target. Not a lot of them were finding our attackers. We had Aubameyang playing through the middle. We didn't really see much of the ball. I didn't think Saka had a particularly great game. William, yeah, he got the assist for Gabriel's goal. He was poor. Jacques and Ceballos were getting run ragged, especially in transition. Wolves were making them look like ragdolls. Bellerin was appalling, Tierney was poor, Gabriel was exposed, David Luiz, of course, had the injury, the sickening collision with um, Raul Jimenez early in the game, not sure why he stayed on, and prayers go out to Jimenez, man, because he suffered a fractured skull, I think he's in the hospital at the moment, as I record this, don't know how long he's going to be out for. You hope that he can get, uh, he'll have a good recovery. He'll be back on a football pitch sooner rather than later. So, thoughts go out to him and his family. Of course, his uh, his young wife and his daughter. It's never nice to see that. But yeah, Wolves were good value for their three points. They they ditched their typical three four three shape three five two shape depending on how you want to look at it, depending on who they play. And they decided to attack us. They had, um, well, they started with Jimenez. Obviously, he had to come off for Fabio Silva. They were playing more of a 4 2 3 1. They had Neto on the left, Pedence in sort of 10 row, interchanging with Neto a bit. Adama Traore on the right. They had Dendonka and Neves, Dendonka and Martino in, in the pivot. Bolly and Cody together at the back. And then Semedo and uh, Who's left back? It was uh, Marcel at left back for them, wasn't it? And yeah, they came to attack us. They came to, they grabbed us by the throat and they took charge of the game, took control of the game. They looked very threatening in transition. Of course, they've got a lot of pace in that team. Neto's, Neto's fast and pacey. Prudence has got uh, good feet. Adama, of course, we know the problems that he can cause when he runs at people and he's in full flow. And we didn't really have an answer for it, especially in the first half. They looked like scoring every time they went forward. And in response, our response was quite meek. I don't think 
It's, it's weird, the relationship between Saka and Aubameyang up front. It, it just seems like there's nothing really there. It doesn't seem like either of them get the best out of each other. And it's weird. To be fair, haven't really played there a lot before. Of course, before lockdown, we had uh, Saka playing left-back, Aubameyang playing on the left, and we had one of Eddie or Lacazette through the middle. I think we've tried to change that. There's just no fluidity in our play. There's no... Like I said, we lack ideas. We lack invention. There's no real intention to go out to want to win the game. Obviously, to be fair, to be fair, especially in the second half, I suppose it's a bit more difficult when Wolves started to put more men behind the ball. Couldn't really play through the middle, although to be fair, there's no one in our team that can really do that. Forgot to mention Joe Willock wasn't really in the game either. And yeah, we just always made us look like the poor side that we are, true, really and truly. I thought we were very timid in our play. We didn't look like we wanted to win. Seemed like the injury affected us more psychologically than it did Wolves. Seemed like they wanted to leave everything out in the ring and win the game for Raul, which of course shows their spirit, shows their endeavour, shows their mentality and our lack of a winning mentality and our lack of identity as a squad because like Una Emery said once before, with these players one day yes, the others no, but it has to be yes, 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 every day. And even next to Bellerin touched on it after the game, the mentality wasn't really right and for me that's unacceptable. Actually, it's absolutely unacceptable because we've been on such a poor run of form, especially in the Premier League. So to not want to turn up, to not have your mindset being right for a game like this at home, where we've already lost two home games on the bounce, it's unacceptable to me. And we can't complain with where we are in the table. The table doesn't lie. We are 14th for a reason, good reason, because we haven't been good enough. We haven't been good enough and... Moving forward, it's hard to see where the where we can stop the rot because they're not inspiring any confidence at this moment in time. I can't say definitively from our next five or so games that we're gonna win any of them. I can't tell I can't say with my heart that we're gonna beat Spurs. I can't say with my chest that we're gonna go and beat Burnley and Southampton at home. I can't say that. I can't say that we're gonna go to Goodison and beat Everton. I can't say with my chest that we're gonna beat C in the Carabao Cup and then go and beat Chelsea at home. I can't say that. Isn't that, there's nothing to be confident about with this team because they don't inspire any confidence. So why should I be confident in them? There's no reason to be confident in them. So, yeah, it is what it is. We lost 2-1, another defeat that we had to take on the chin. And we moved into Europa League action on the Thursday. Now, it was a much changed team. Obviously, it helps that there were finally fans at the Emirates again, 2,000 of them. Just uh, away from the game itself, it's just lovely to see fans at a stadium again. It's lovely to hear a goal go in and actual people cheering. It just it feels like we're getting a bit back to normality. It feels really good in that regard. And so with regard to the game against Rapid Vienna, yeah, it was a decent enough performance. We won by four goals to one. Lacazette scored an absolute banger to open the scoring in the 10th minute. We got a second goal from a corner. Not too long after, Pablo Mari getting his first for the club. Eddie and Katia made it three just before the break. Rapid did pull one back 
literally straight after after half time. But then Emil Smith Rowe off the bench gets the goal, his first goal of the season, and a good person a good personal moment for him. It, uh, because he's had his fair share of injury struggles this season, so it's a good win. It's a win that means that um, we win the group. We're perfect in Europe so far, five wins from five, and we move on to the game against Dundalk next week, which is the last game in the group. I imagine it'll probably be the same sort of team, probably more youngsters in the squad though, but yeah, in terms of that game, everything that we're not doing in the Premier League, we're doing in the Europa League. We're showing invention. There's intention in our play. We look like we want to win a game of football. We're being inventive. People are making runs. People are demanding the ball. People are being brave on the ball. If we make a mistake, we're not chopping our heads and um, and sulking about it. We're, we're carrying on because we know that we can win the game. When it comes to Premier League action, we don't look like we're up for the fight. And I don't like that. I don't like that about this team. They just pick and choose when to perform. And in the Europa League, when the pressure isn't on, it suits them because Arsenal are reactive, not proactive. When the onus isn't on them to do anything, they can turn up and surprise you. But yeah, it's not good, really. So as for the game against Spurs, it's a difficult one because I don't know what what we're going to go with. I don't know what team is going to turn up. I don't know what Arsenal is going to turn up. But above all else, it's a derby. It's the derby. If you can't turn up for this game, then when are you ever going to turn up, really and truly? You're not going to turn up at all, are you? So, it's not about owing the fans or even owing the manager, because they do owe the manager a performance. They owe Mikel Arteta a performance to back up all their chat about him. You hear guys like Bellerin, Aubameyang, Saka, Tierney, they all come out and praise the manager and say, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that, trust the process, ratata, all this fucking nonsense. But when it comes to backing up and doing on-pitch, I'm not seeing none of that. You say you back Mikel, but I don't see you fight for my man like that. I don't see you fighting too tough. Come on. You're cheating yourselves. You're, you're cheating us and you're cheating yourselves. That's what I don't like. I don't like. I don't understand how they can go into games and play like that and not think that they're and think that they're actually doing well. Think that they're not cheating themselves. I don't understand why they're not afraid to lose. You shouldn't want to lose. I mean, obviously, no one wants to lose, but you should be doing everything in your power to not lose a game of football. And I don't think these players have that sort of mentality and it disappoints me. It really disappoints me. So, yeah, that's what we're going to go with in this game. Actually, let's touch on, on Spurs first. Spurs have been doing well this season. And you have to hold your hands up. Mourinho's got them as title challengers. He's instilling his mentality in the team. Of course, they're not a perfect side. We've seen that in the games this season. Dropping dropping two points against West Ham when they were 3 0 up. The late points dropped against Newcastle at home. Well, so last week they were lucky to get a point away at Chelsea. Everton on the opening day when they were beaten. Even in the Europa League, they've had some dodgy performances. They're not a perfect side by any stretch of the imagination, but they are better than us in every single aspect right now. They're better than us in an attacking sense. Maybe they're better than us defensively. Certainly, 
The midfield has far more invention, athleticism than us. They've got, they've probably got the better coach too. Mourinho is probably a better coach than Arteta. We have to admit that. We have to hold our hands up and say that right now, Tottenham are miles ahead of us in terms of on-pitch matters. On the pitch, they are miles ahead of us at the moment. We have to stay down the chain and we have to match them. We have to match their desire, their determination, their bravery if we want to get anything out of the game. And so in terms of what I'm going to go with, in terms of the lineup I'm going to go with for this game, I'm going to go with Leno in goal. I'm going to go with a back three of... I think... Well, I want David Luiz to play, but I'm not sure he's fit. So I'm going to go with Holding, Gabriel and Tierney. Wingbacks, I'm going to go with Bellerin and Saka. Midfield, pivot, I'm going to go with Elnene and Thomas Partey if he's back from injury. And the front three, I'm going to go with Aubameyang, Lacazette. And William, that's what I think Arteta is going to go with. Now, they got to stand up to be counted. They've got to, they're going to show that they want it. If they, if they want to kickstart their season, this is the, this is the time to do it. This is the time to do it. So, yeah, it's up, it's up to them to perform. It's up to them to show that they really want it now. And if they really want it, they will go out there and perform for themselves. They will go out there and perform for us. So, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I have to say on this game. I sound very deflated. This is probably the most deflated I've ever been for North London Derby. There's not really much for me to say. I, I could speak until I'm blue in the face about tactical tactics and desire, determination. just wanted it, but... What's the point? Because the players have to let that sink in into their into their own heads. If they don't get it by now, then there's nothing you can do to save them. So yeah, that's that's gonna be all from me. My prediction for the derby. I'm gonna go more. I'm gonna say two one to the Arsenal. I hope they can pull it out of the bag. I don't have much hope in them. Even if they win, doesn't really change anything in the context of our season. You pick and choose when you want to perform. If you go and win the game, can you go and do it against Burnley and Southampton? That's the the gauntlet that's been thrown down to you, and it's up to you to accept it. But yeah, that's all I have to say on this game. I hope the Gunners can get me three points, but I'm not holding my breath. So yeah, like I said, follow me on socials, people. Yo, and yo. And I'll be back. I'll be back on Monday. No, I'll be back on Tuesday to preview the Premier League action and review the final Champions League and Europa League games. So till then, I'm going to love and leave you all. And I'm out. Peace.